Trust in God and God will make your path straight. And in all things and everything, lean on God for your understanding. Please be seated. Today we remember St Linus, one of our patron saints of the parish. We have St Matthew's, which we did last week, and St Linus, which we do today. As I read the passages today, as I read this gospel reading, I am reminded of what St Linus represents to our community. St Matthew was one of the first, one of the first people to be hired in the morning. And he received the wage of grace from our Lord Jesus Christ. And St. Linus, well, we read about him in Timothy. And he's probably not the second person or the third, but he's somewhere somewhere along in that lineage. One of the people that was idle, that the Spirit came and grabbed and said, Come, help me release the kingdom of God. Help me release the gospel in our community. And so we have St. Linus to remind us that any person that comes at any time to do God's work receives grace upon grace, just like St. Matthew received grace upon grace. There is no distinction in this reading, we read, for the kingdom of God is. There is no distinction in heaven as to when you personally receive Christ, when you are personally convicted by Christ and take on his cross and do his work in our community. You may have been with us for only a few months and be doing the mission of haircutting in our community and cutting people's hair. Or you may have been with us for 30 years and look after this sanctuary and and make sure that it's ready to go each Sunday. But in the kingdom of heaven, there is no distinction between the person that's been here for 30 years or the person that comes today and is convicted by Christ and takes on that cross. We are not in a competition with each other when it comes to releasing the kingdom. We are not in a competition of ownership of this property or of the church. The church is Jesus's. As he says, I own the church. I am the landowner. I own own the church. I own everything about this church. That's what Jesus says to us. And so I give out and apportion the callings, the talents, the things that you need to have in order to be a part of this church, in order to be here doing God's ministry and mission and working for the community that surrounds us. Jesus asks us, as part of the kingdom of heaven, not to be idle. He asks us, as people of the kingdom of heaven, to keep thinking about what we can do in order to facilitate the growth of the kingdom. Your calling might be to pray. I know with my mother, she had prayer book after prayer book that she read daily. And she said, I don't want to do it. I just want to pray. And I said, fine. And so every couple of years, the pages would be worn and you could just barely read the writing. And so I'd go off and buy her another prayer book. She would just find all the hours of the day, just to, in all the hours of the day, just to pray and speak to God and ask for blessings and the release of the kingdom. If that's your calling, great. If your calling is to do something else, follow that up. But follow through on your calling. Do not be idle. Our Father in heaven has called you to be a part of this community, to be a part of this kingdom, to be a part of the growth that we have. And sure, you know, Rev Rob comes along and says, right, 
we're going to grow the church. We're going to revitalize and renew and shakes the blanket up. And, and there's a few, if we look at the reading from Exodus, there might be a few people saying, well, I like the old ways. I like how we had it before, Rob. I don't like this new way. But like we read a few weeks ago, the old skin cannot hold the new wine. Old wine skin cannot contain what the Holy Spirit wants to do with us now. We have to let the old skin go and we have to understand what the new skin is that surrounds us. We have to understand the new ministry that we are faced with, the new missions, the possibilities, the amazing things that the Holy Spirit is doing through each and every one of you in our parish. And when we understand that, when we know what we are doing, when we understand our mission and accept the new wineskin and become part of the new wineskin and, de- and develop the new wineskin, well, we're given manna and quail. We're given our sustenance. We're fed so that we can do and live the new mission and ministry that we need to do. The food that we have, the spiritual food, the, the manna, the quails that's coming up for us, it's not there to feed what was. It's there to feed what we decide is a new journey for what, for what we need to do, for how we need to refresh and bring people into our community. So don't despair. If we are doing things differently and if people are coming to our congregation and there are missions working in both St. Linus, we have new people coming through and there's missions there. We have new missions slowly emerging here. If we are doing God's work, then the food will be there for everyone. Allow God, if you're anxious and worried, allow God to fill you and feed you. And if you're hearing these words going, right, I know I've got a calling, but I'm not sure. Let's pray about it. Come and see me. I'll pray with you every week. Come to the altar and we'll pray. Lord, give the callings. Share the calling with this person. But if you know your calling and you're holding back, don't. Don't be idle. God will feed you. God will nurture you. We will pray and we will find out what it is that you need to be fed in order to achieve your, the work that God wants you to do in the vineyard, in this vineyard that we call the Anglican parish of St. Matthew's with St. Linus. The kingdom is with us. The kingdom is growing. We are reaching people. Um, putting out that post for the haircut, the pay-as-you-can haircut. I'm sorry to keep dragging you into these ideas, Murray, but it's just, we had such an exciting day, so I'm very excited. But when I put that post up, in one day, one day, 1,500, over 1,500 people saw the post. 1,500 people were touched by our generosity. There were people... Um, putting, you know how when you go on Facebook, if you put someone's name, then that post goes to them? Right, one person, I think she listed her whole family in there. So this one person just had like six different names and they just went out to all her friends and family. That's the difference we're doing. Now, we took a first step and haircuts are quite a personal thing, talking to a couple of people, they're quite personal. I said, look, I wasn't sure. But we had a, they did a terrific, look, look at the great job they did. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. It was a fantastic job. And when we do our mission 
and we're fed to do it and we leave the people that come to do our, into our space in that missional sense and we give generously and we feed them, then they go and tell someone else. When that's on, use it. They're really good. They really care. They're not just using clippers at zero and cutting your hair off. They're actually styling it. So as we move forward, think about your calling. Think about where your heart is asked to generously give. And give. And share. Because that is what we are sharing with the community. The community won't want to be in a church where there's a hierarchy and an empire. These people are in charge of this and if you want to go and do this, well, it's not going to work. People will come to the church as they are coming at the moment because we are saying, this is where you find Christ. And when you find Christ, we will support you and we will nurture you and we will extend you into your journey for the next step. And once you're comfortable with next, that next step, Rev Rob will talk to you and make you uncomfortable again. And then again and again. Because we have so many people to reach. Our world out there is crying for the gospel. We are, they are crying to know how to deal with anxiety, worry. Jane talks to me about so many people in the palliative care ward that have no faith. And as they approach their death, are anxious and worried and falling apart. What a way to approach your death. Not with the peace of Christ where you're going, oh Lord, if I die, well, I get to see you and you get to tell me, good and faithful servant. We see it as a transition into glory. But there are many in our community that see it as a transition into nothingness and find that their life is meaningless at the end of that journey. Let's be the people of God. Let's, like St. Linus, not rely on those that were with Christ, but himself, standing with those that knew who Christ was, listened to what Christ did, accepted the message, and then shared it to everyone else. That's who we are, 2,000 years later. But, we're in a particular situation. Our voice is just one of many again. And all the things that have happened in the church over the last 20 years, the way priests have acted, the way lay people in charge have acted, show that we have no more moral authority in our community. But Jesus has the answer to that. Jesus has the words for us to follow. And that is, show them who we are by our love of Christ. So, let's use our patron saint to inspire us this week. Let's use St. Linus as an example of how you can move into our community this week and show the world around us who we are by our love, and I won't sing it, by our love. The Lord be with you.